Hello, and welcome back to the Holistically Awakened podcast. I'm your host, Laurence. And today we are talking about the feminine, the feminine energy, how it relates to our hormones, but then also our relationships, what we attract in our life, our energy, our sensuality, all of that. Because as we're going to get into, our feminine energy is um, not so much related to our gender, it's about an energy. Men and women both have the feminine energy. And this is something that is something we need to balance. And we're going to get into this a little bit more. So it's something that I've been experimenting with more, leaning more into my feminine because it's something I completely rejected. And as many of us, we tend to kind of live in this more wounded masculine state of like, going, 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 doing, 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 you know, being in control. And this can make us kind of sway too far to the masculine side. And when we are doing that, then we can become out of balance and this can show up in a variety of ways. And this is something I definitely see um, associated as well with issues like hormonal issues, even PCOS, like this definitely does play a part because our energy is everything. And it is going to be associated with our body, how it feels, how it functions, but also our relationships, as I mentioned, and so many other things. So when we're looking at the wounded feminine, this can show up in many different ways. And it's very common to see women with PCOS, but also all women these days live dominantly in their toxic masculine energy or their wounded masculine. And so what this can look like, this can be like trying harder, overworking yourself, not letting yourself relax, refusing help, believing that the feminine is weak, blocking yourself from pleasure, not giving your time this yourself the time and space for self-care and pleasure, not being able to receive. And what happens with the wounded feminine is she really is just surviving. Like she doesn't thrive. She operates from an empty cup and she self-abandons herself. And so for me, I can definitely relate to this at the beginning of my journey where, you know, all of these sorts of things were put on the back burner and it wasn't a priority. And I remember as a child, I would throw fits when I had to like wear a dress when I was little, I was very much a tomboy and very much like into sports and everything. And I was very ashamed by my feminine body, especially as I reached puberty. And I was very ashamed of my period. I kept it a secret from everyone. So I, you know, just figured it out myself because I didn't want to talk about it. I remember feeling total shame whenever I had to buy like any feminine hygiene products at the store. Like it was just so much shame around all of that. And I was very much more in my masculine. I despise like my feminine. For me, it was like this weakness. Um, it was just a lot of shame around it. And then start, things started to shift when I started to lean more into that and embrace that and actually, you know, approach life from a different way and actually just start to appreciate um, my feminine, my female body, all of that. And so the female body really is beautiful, yet we are conditioned to feel shame around our bodies 
female anatomy, periods, et cetera. And so I know now within the past few years, we're starting to talk about so many things, which is great. Like we're starting to bring attention to so many things that we want to talk about before, including our bodies, periods, sex, et cetera. And the thing is though, this does take reprogramming because when we're looking at the feminine energy, we're going to get into what that looks like. It's not something that's really praised in society. Our society places more praise and recognition around the masculine. So this is doing, achieving, getting shit done. And I really don't think that the disconnect from my feminine energy had nothing to do with the develop, development of my PCOS symptoms. I think there was definitely a connection there. And I do see this a lot in other women as well. It's very common, as I said, to see women with PCOS, but also women in general, to live in their wounded masculine energy. And so when we're rejecting this side of us, which is really you know, an innate part of us that is dominant, for most women, rejecting our feminine is sabotaging our ability to receive in our life and thrive as females. And so this is not just receiving like gifts and you know money, but also like receiving in terms of health, pleasure, abundance, all of that kind of thing. <clears throat> and so the divine feminine is all about surrender. It's about receiving, it's about nurturing, it's about intuition feelings, pleasure, healing, sensuality, radiance. And that's also the energy that brings new life into the world, right? When we receive man, then we can create new life. And so as women, many of us feel like we always need to be in control. We're not open to receiving. It's even as subtle as like, if someone gives you a compliment or they hold the door open for you, it's like downplaying it or rejecting the compliment or like, no, I can do it myself. I don't need you to hold the door for me. Um, those are like little subtle things where it's like, are you open to receiving help, support, um, you know, care? And we also tend to neglect caring for ourselves. Like self-care is put on the back burner. Everyone else comes first. Job comes first. We're put last. Don't even talk about pleasure <laughs> because there's no room at all for that. It's not productive. And it's, almost, I've definitely um, experienced this where it's like, okay, I'll do all these self-care practices, but it's like this to-do list. Okay. I need to meditate. Then I have to work out or do yoga and I go for a walk. And I, it's like all of these feminine practices, like take a bath. And this is something I talked about on my podcast with Laura, but it's this like to-do list. And this, these feminine practices that are coming from this masculine energy of forcing ourselves to do it. And, you know, I got to achieve this to-do list and get through the list, then, you know, I'm, I'm good enough. And this is totally against the point. Like we, it's really the energy behind what we're doing and being able to really just flow and be more intuitive with what we want to do and do things just for the sake of doing them because they make us feel good. That is like a big part of the feminine energy versus like shooting on ourselves. Like, I guess I should do this. So not only do we neglect um, oftentimes self-care towards ourselves, but then if we do it, sometimes it's like this to-do list and it's like overwhelming and we're in this like should energy. And so it's almost like we're adding more stuff onto our list and we're overwhelmed and we're like stressed out and we're like, okay, I think I should do this and all that kind of thing. 
So this is also not helpful. So it does take a lot of deconditioning and deprogramming to start to live more in the feminine energy uh, because our society really conditions us to be in our masculine. And so I know when in PCOS specifically, PCOS can take a toll on our femininity in terms of like the physical symptoms, it can make us feel less feminine. And this is why it's even more important to nurture our feminine energy because when we dip too far over to the masculine energy, we suffer. And this is part of the work that we do inside of my program, The Intuitive Woman, where it's less about doing the work and more about being, like who are you being? What's the energy behind that? So it's about deprogramming everything that's a way of you feeling safe to receive and tapping into your nurturing, flowy, magnetic, feminine vibe so you can achieve better hormonal balance, reduce your symptoms, and increase your sense of self-trust, self-love, and vitality. So not only is this like this deprogramming process is very much going to be um, tied into feeling safe because our nervous system oftentimes doesn't feel safe to slow down or be in our feminine because we've been programmed to be in the masculine. Otherwise, you know, whatever could happen, we're shamed, we are made fun of, we are punished, whatever it is. Like this, a lot of time will come uh, through childhood and even what we learn from our parents, teachers, society, et cetera. So a lot of the time it might not feel safe to slow down, might feel super uncomfortable. And this is where we need to balance or combine nervous system regulation with this process, process, which is so, so important so that our nervous system can feel safe to actually slow down. And then we can start to embody that, integrate it. So we need to heal our wounded feminine so she can get out of survival mode where we're chasing, controlling and burning out and into thrive mode. And so this helps to accelerate healing, supports vitality, develops intuition. This helps you to live from the heart helps you to step into your power and magnetize your desires more effortlessly. And so this is really a practice. And when we start to, you know, live more in the feminine, obviously we do need the masculine too, but it allows things to be less of like this uphill battle and more of like flow and the path of least resistance. And I think we all want that. And so with most women, they have about 80% feminine energy and 20% masculine energy. But nowadays we tend to see that out of balance and we're going towards more masculine, which can cause problems. And so the feminine, as I mentioned, is all about radiance, magnetism, our senses, emotions, sensuality, it's creativity, it's body focused. It's less about being in the head, more in the body. It's compassion, it's heart-centeredness, it's um, emotionally expressive, it's receiving, it's understanding. All of these things are what describe the feminine. And so the feminine nature is all about surrender, receiving and nurturing. And your mom will most likely be the definition or symbol of what feminine energy means to you. Signs that you're operating from the wounded feminine could be rejecting your feminine nature, self-abandonment, operating from an empty cup, believing that the feminine is weak, not allowing space for pleasure, refusing help and feeling guilty when receiving support, 
needing to control. And this is actually something I want to go back on that last point, refusing help. Um, this is something that I actually worked on with my partner too, because there was, there have been times where I've gone way too much on my masculine. And what can happen is then the male partner can feel like, oh, there's like, because there's, there is this duality, this polarity of masculine and feminine. And so I was pushing him more into his feminine because I was in my masculine. So it was like emasculating him. And um, it definitely impacted our relationship. This is something we'll, we will talk about in the future on the podcast. But one thing that I started to do to help him be in his masculine and me to fall in my feminine is to allow and accept help and support for even little mundane things and even just like ask him for help. So like opening a jar that was difficult to open or like putting up a painting in our apartment or lifting something heavy. Like even if it's like, okay, I could probably do it on my own. I'm going to let him do it. I'm going to ask for support because not only does he love that and it like built up his masculine, but then I also get to practice being in my feminine of like being taken care of and receiving help and support. So that's just a little example, but it's something that we tend to not even realize because it's such a subtle thing, but this can influence so many other areas of your life too, in terms of receiving money and, you know, vitality and support with your health and your well-being and all of these things, right? So the next one would be needing to control. So that's very much in the masculine energy, neglecting rest and self-care, suppressing your emotions, inability to get along with or maintain healthy friendships with other women, lack of joy and pleasure in your life, being stuck in the doing and achieving, not being able to say no to what you don't want and not being able to say yes to what you do want, trouble adjusting to change and allowing balance, so this rigidity, lack of self-expression, deep mistrust and anger at the masculine energy, weak boundaries around self-worth, authenticity, and values, and even physical symptoms like reproductive and hormonal issues can be signs that you're operating from the wounded feminine energy. So what can you do? There are many things that we can do, and this is something that um, I help you with further inside the intuitive woman, where we really look at mind, body, soul, um, nourishment, expansion, and really tapping into more of the feminine energy that's with the intuition and the flow and the magnetism and the, you know, taking care of yourself and all of these things while also reprogramming what's not serving you, the limiting beliefs that might be in the way of actually operating in your feminine and allowing things to be easier in your life and more flowy and regulating the nervous system. Cause as I mentioned, it's so important that our nervous system feels safe to receive what you want. Otherwise it will sabotage, shut down, et cetera. So some things you can do, ask yourself, how can you experience more pleasure in your life? Even like the little simple things like enjoying a meal, like without multitasking, um, even just, you know, scheduling date nights, um, really savoring like a walk in nature without having to like listen to a podcast or be on the phone or whatever, like really just looking into areas of your life where you can feel more pleasure in the day-to-day activities that you do or add that in. Even if it's like having a bath, whatever it is, like actually enjoying the moment versus thinking, okay, 
how is this going to be productive? What do I need to do next? What's coming next? How can I be efficient during this time? Like, how can you actually experience the pleasure during that moment? And it's even just like savoring a piece of chocolate or a home cooked meal instead of like rushing through it, right? And a lot of the time we do this where we, you know, watch TV or whatever while we're eating and we're just eating so fast and we don't even chew our food. And not only does this create a lot of um, issues with digestion, but we're also oftentimes not even aware what we're eating and we don't even get, we don't feel satisfied because we're not actually getting those hunger signals because it takes some time for that to reach the brain. But we're also not actually like enjoying what's on our plate, right? And I think that's a really important part of nourishment. So that's the first one, practice receiving without being apologetic. So this is kind of what I mentioned with my partner, but receiving with gratitude and not, you know, having to justify it or being apologetic. So whether that means someone's opening a door for you, you're receiving a gift or money, someone offers to fix something for you, whatever it is, someone offers you a compliment, accept it and be grateful for it and see how your energy shifts. And it might feel weird at first, like you need to take a pause and respond differently, but this will definitely help to shift that energy and for you to actually receive even more because when we say no to receiving, the universe is kind of like, okay, well, and people are like, well, I guess she doesn't like it when I give her things, she's just pushing it away, right? So embrace that. Indulge in self-care, so whatever that looks like for you, for me, this is like bath a few times a week, breath work, um, my walks outside, uh, my bedtime routine, my morning routine, all of these things that I know are taking care of me for me to show up as my best self. Tap into your creativity, whether that's like creating content or art or pictures, whatever it is. I mean, there's a billion things that it could be. And this can also really be helpful to look into like, what did you enjoy as a child growing up? Like where would time just fly by? What did you enjoy? Maybe even tapping into that a bit more. Using your senses. So touching nature, connecting physically with someone you trust and love, savoring delicious food, listening to music. So using your senses. So touch, taste, um, sound, smell. So really just like being present. This also does require presence and um, just enjoying that, right? And doing something that gets you into your body. So for me, it's breath work, it's baths, it's moving my body like yoga, Pilates, walking, singing, dancing, grounding in nature. These things that get you out of your head and into your body, as we mentioned, the feminine is the body. So this is something that can be really helpful as well. So I will leave it at that. I hope that this was an insightful podcast that you can take something away from it. Highly recommend implementing some of these practices that I mentioned and see what shifts for you. And I'd love for you to share if anything stands out for you, if there was an aha moment or you practice something and it shifted something from you. I'd love to hear from you. You can always contact me on Instagram. I love hanging out there and talking to you guys. Otherwise, I will leave you there for this episode and I will talk to you next time.